Welcome to the Principles of Success, and today we are talking about why it's important to save. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. So if you haven't already, I recommend you check out my new book, The Blueprint of Wealth, because a good chunk of this book is all about savings and cutting expenses and the importance of that, because saving is not sexy. It's boring. Nobody likes doing it. It feels frustrating that you can't purchase the thing that you know you have the money to purchase, but you have to save that money for a different purpose. It's also super annoying when you have more money in your bank account than most people make in a year, and you're driving a $1,000 car that people make fun of because it looks awful. It's not sexy. It's not fun. It's lame. And because of that, a lot of Financial gurus skip over this subject or brush it off just slightly. But you will not be successful financially if you do not learn to live off of far, 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 far less than what you make. I'm talking about like living off of 40% of what you make. And yes, a lot of you probably just went, is he crazy? 40%? I'm living bill to bill right now. What the heck is he talking about? Well, we'll talk about cutting expenses in the next episode, but you have to get it down to that number eventually. Not immediately, but once you get it down to that number, things start going a whole lot faster. So the cool thing about money, for one, it's just a game, and there are winners and there's losers. But the cool thing about money is as you acquire more of it, the faster it goes. Not the faster that you, it disappears, but the faster you can generate more money. It might take you half your lifetime to build up $100,000 net worth. However, some of you might be making that in a year. But once you have a $100,000 worth of investments producing, the next $100,000 comes so much quicker. Because now your money is generating money, not just you generating money. So saving is always step one of building wealth. So... Why should you save, especially in inflationary periods? I'm recording this episode literally like three minutes after the last one from two weeks ago. Um, education. First step of the first thing you should invest in of your savings is education. So the instead of saving for investments immediately, the first thing you need to do is saving to learn skills or knowledge on investing. So for instance, my earned income is really high because I was able to attend a tech school in high school and I got a trade job straight out of high school. I was making double what all of my friends were making because they were working at McDonald's and I was working in a factory. And I wasn't just a factory lineman guy, I was a guy who fixed stuff in the factory. Now that job was absolutely brutal and I only lasted two months, but that's besides the point. You need to save the, so that way you can spend the money on things that will generate you more money. And step one of that is education. Next, you need to save to 
fund investment projects. That can include starting a business. Most businesses can be started for pretty cheap, but they can't be started for zero. This podcast is one of those few exceptions to it. So I don't know if you guys noticed, but I, well, obviously you notice, I've been doing two ads per episode now than one. That's because previously the one episode, the one ad episode was just to try and figure out the system, placing the ads and figuring out how to find advertisers and all of that. That was basically just practice. The two ads now is because the podcast is actually generating some money. I am not taking any of that money. The rule I had for this podcast, because it was right off of a pretty big financial failure for me, was this podcast was either going to succeed 100% all on its own or die, and I wouldn't lose any money from investing into it. Now, I could invest into it, but I decided I wanted to use this as an experiment and see how far it could get with zero of my money coming in. So the ads on the podcast are to generate ad revenue, which is pretty minimal still, but I can then use that ad revenue to produce ads for the podcast to get more people to listen to it so that way more people can benefit from it and then it can feed into itself again and increase more people listening to it. That was a little tangent, back to the subject. Savings are usually required for almost all businesses. It doesn't have to be a whole lot of savings, but they have to be required for some businesses. Real estate. There are lots of tactics to get started in real estate with very, very minimal money. However, it is a whole lot easier to get started in real estate when you have money for real estate. And we'll talk about real estate more in depth on later episodes, but very rarely can you buy a apartment complex for 0% down. Very rarely can you buy a house for 0% down. You might be able to get away with 3% down or 3.5% down or 20% down. But usually there has to be at least some money to be able to start the investment process. And that's why you need to save. Or at least that's the first reason why you need to save. The second reason why you need to save is, a good word for it, is stewardship. If you can't get your house in order making $30,000 a year, what makes you think you can get your house in order if you're making $30 million a year? Financial... Blah, blah. Financial discipline is important. If you win the lottery, lottery winners are usually broke within just a couple of years, if not dead, because they go crazy, they spend a whole bunch of money on a bunch of crazy crap, and they either are completely bankrupt at the end of their fun period, or dead because of drugs or something like that. Most top athletes go broke after just a year or two. They're making tens if not hundreds of millions of dollars a year and then just a year or two after they're no longer producing that money they are bankrupt so learning to save now learning financial discipline now is important so that way when the big money comes in the future you still have those skill sets that are required to manage big money this is also why a lot of successful people and religious institutions encourage even if you are poor to donate and give charity or pay tithe now because if you're not going to pay 10% of your money to the Lord or to charities now when you have a thousand dollars 
What makes you think you're going to do it when you have a million dollars? That's a hundred thousand dollars. That's a lot of money. It also helps with other things like getting outside of your head of scarcity mindsets, which I believe we talked about in the first season. So that's just another random tangent back to the actual subject. So those are two really big reasons why you need to save. A third reason is security. I talked about in last episode how I usually like to keep at least $10,000 in the bank account, even though that's not the most financially sound advice. It makes me feel safe. Having savings protects you from the things that life throws at you. If you lose your job, how long can you live off of your savings before you start having to have some serious problems? If you have a house with a mortgage, if you lose your job, how long is it before that house goes up for foreclosure and you lose all of the money that you have spent on that house so far? You can also use savings to buy security items like uh, guns and food storage. I think I talked about food storage. I did talk about food storage last or last episode. So having savings makes you safer. It allows you to be protected from the things that life throws at you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply you. A fourth reason, and I'm coming up with these on the fly because I'm improving, which is really cool. Uh, a fourth reason is it allows you to pounce when opportunities arise. So in inflationary periods, this isn't as useful because you want to be spending the money on investments as fast as possible. But under most circumstances, you want to wait until a good opportunity comes. A uh, especially in the stock market, go back to and listen to the book Invested by Daniel Town, which a, a few weeks back, you should only buy stocks when they are on sale. And you have to do a bunch of research to know when they actually are on sale, but you sit there and you wait. Investing is all about waiting for the right deal. Uh, another example is, I already mentioned this, I bought 10 acres of investment property of woodland for timber production. I have had my eye set on that since before I was even an before I was even an adult. It's something I've always wanted to purchase. I've always loved trees, and trees have always been a really good investment. So I've always had my eye on that. It took me till now to find the proper deal that it was worth purchasing. And not only was it just a proper deal, I found a phenomenal deal. The value of the land itself, or the value of the timber itself, will pay for the cost of the land if I harvested it right now. If I wait 20 years with very minimal management, it'll pay long before that. And if I put more valuable timber, like for instance black walnut, into it, it'll exponentially be worth more than what I purchased for it. So that's the fourth reason why you need to save is so that way you can pounce when the opportunities arise. The, one of the main reasons why this particular property was such a good deal is because of its particular situation. There was no way for it to be financed. 
no bank was ever going to finance this deal, which meant it had to be a cash-only deal, which meant if you didn't have savings, you couldn't purchase this property. So I was able to purchase it because I had savings, and it was be a and it was a great deal because it was unable to be financed, which drops the value of the property. Now for resale, obviously, I still would be dealing with that same problem, but I don't ever plan on reselling it. This is called buying and holding, which we'll talk about more in investments episodes later on. So that's the fourth reason why you should save. And then the fifth one that I thought of is kind of related to some of the others, and that is that it allows you to purchase things that you want that you can't necessarily afford immediately. For example, a house, even though I don't, for most of you, I don't recommend you buy a house, but a house is an example of that. It also creates the discipline necessary to avoid buying junk. Most people, junk is where almost all of their money goes. If you look at a poor person's house, it's filled with random trinkets and random crap. A middle-class person, they still have a bunch of random trinkets and a bunch of random crap. They just have a storage unit to stick it all in. And they buy boats and houses and stuff like that. A rich person, a successful person, does not buy random junk. You might buy the occasional thing, but you do not buy a bunch of random junk. I was looking around my bedroom this morning, actually, and I was like, you know what? I still don't own hardly anything. Like, I have a lot of nice furniture. I have... Uh, food storage, which I've been hammering home the last two episodes. Um, I have a lot of tools and equipment. I have some nice clothes, but my little trinkets amount of stuff, it all fits, fits on one small shelf. I'm not counting books in that. I have quite a few books as well. But my random little doodads, like I have a really nice chessboard from... Uh, Mexico and a really uh, and a cool fedora that my dad bought me from a business trip that he took down south so I have those kind of little doodads but all of that still fits on one shelf because I just don't buy junk and that that includes like junk food as well so where was I going with this oh yeah it's the you're learning the discipline which we already talked about to not buy those things and You have better mental health when you don't have a lot of stuff. This has been pretty well proven. The more cluttered your environment is, the harder it is to focus, the harder it is to perform, and the harder it is to be happy because it gives you a low level of anxiety. So saving as a byproduct helps prevent that. And that honestly is the last thing I could think of for why you should save. But the first several reasons are reason enough. You need to save so that way you can perform Financially, it doesn't matter how much you make. It matters how much you keep. If you make $10,000 a year and you keep $5,000, you have $5,000 to invest. If you make $100,000 a year and you spend $120,000, you are $20,000 in debt and you have to climb out of the hole first before you can even start investing. And you do not become successful from the money that you earn. We talked about this in one of the first episodes. You become successful from the money that your money produces. You have to acquire the money to produce the money first. And that is called saving. Or that is required or acquired from savings. And the goal should be 100,000. 
your first 10,000 probably should go 100% to educational purposes to increase your ability to produce more money. Go, we'll talk about education in a, uh, a financial education episode is, will, will be, I'm going to do a financial education episode later in the season. But you need to educate yourself on finances, skills, that kind of stuff, so that way you can be successful at producing more money. But $100,000 is a pain in the butt to save up to. But after you get that $100,000 and you invest it into different projects, whether it's your business, your um, into real estate, or the stock market, it really doesn't matter. That's when things start moving for you, because now your money is producing money for you. Anyway, that's why you should be saving every single penny you possibly can, and why next episode we will be talking about cutting expenses and budgeting tricks, because you want every single penny that you can possibly save to go towards producing more money, so that way you can be free. Anyway, with that, I will see you all next week.